Visuals Podcast. This is episode 115. 115. Wow, 115. I'm impressed. What you got on 115? Uh, There's no band names. Uh, yeah, I don't think there is anything. Like it's Mr. It's a good, 115. It's a good time of day. I mean, 115 is a good time of day. It's usually the warmest uh, that it's going to be for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got out. I got out a little bit yesterday. Uh, went to the park, probably right around one fifteen, and it was it wasn't too warm yesterday, and it was overcast, but it was walkable. That's good. Get some fresh air in those lungs. Yep. Uh, so let's get right into world famous. We we got to prep these uh, <laughs> these intros with the, with the episode numbers better. Oh, that, sorry, sorry, listeners. We're gonna we're gonna it's, kick it up a, a notch. Some uh, residual tech difficulties that the one twelve one was from. may have been the best one. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna top that. And I've been <laughs> <laughs> listeners go back and listen to episode one twelve. Um. Just the intro, you'll see that. Okay, let's get right into trifling in NYC, our much beloved segment. Uh, I understand you had something with the uh, laundry. Is that is that right? Yeah, I did. So um, I've been trying to do the laundry in this new building. Um, oh, sorry. Hold on one second. A cough attack is coming. Sure, I'll vamp a little bit uh, while you're coughing. That's no problem. Um, now you did do that right as I was about to take a drink in a, my glass of water that's full of okay. ice. Okay, done. So, <laughs> attack is okay. Over. Go for okay. it. Um, so the building—it's pretty large. Um, definitely more units than can be accommodated by the amount of machines in the basement, right? So there are only like one, two, three, four, I think it's five washing machines for the whole building, uh-huh. um, which is a little annoying. And technically it's only supposed to be open from 9 a.m. to like 9 p.m. Um, the and then how many, I- how many lines of rope to, to hang out the, the clothes from drying? <laughs> there, there are no, uh, there's no rope lines. <laughs> Done. Okay, so you just have to like hang them over, do over the side yeah, of yeah. your chairs in your apartment. Mm-hmm. You got to do that uh, back in your back in your apartment. They don't even supply the rope. You know, that sucks. But um, uh, hopefully that's worked into the overall cost of the rent, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I don't know what to say. Uh, anyway, so. You know, there have been times I've gone down there, they've all been filled. There was another time, and it's impossible that it, like, another time, the last time before this time, so they were all running, but obviously someone wasn't following the rules or the rules weren't being enforced because I was there at, like, 8.55 and all the machines were full, but technically the place doesn't open until 9, so... (sighs) Anyway... Someone else has a key. Maybe. Hmm. That's wow. That didn't even enter my mind. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, is so it a key? To, like a, a physical key to get in, or 
Um, so there is a door, Magnetized and I have card? been there. I have been there when it's locked before. Like one one time, I did go down like right at nine, and it was locked. I had to go upstairs and ask one of the guys to unlock it. Um, and then also, I've been there before at seven in the morning, and it was wide open. And so I just did laundry super early. Um, so I think it's sort of like a hit or miss thing. Maybe it depends who's working if they actually lock the door or not. Um, right. But uh, so this last time, I put it in, put the load in, and I don't, you know. I've never been one that really likes to like hang around the laundry room. So I just set the timer Does on anybody? my phone and then there are people. Yeah. I mean, there are people that do it. Even when they go to the laundry mat, people just hang around. I guess it depends how far the laundry mat is, but in the laundry room. Yeah. There were people, there was a woman that was down there just like reading a book while her laundry was going, which I guess is fine. Hmm. But I don't really like, just being in the laundry room. So, and then I come back down and I usually set the alarm. Like if, if the machine says that the cycle is going to run for like 25 minutes, I'll set my alarm for 20 minutes and then come down, you know, you know a little bit of a, a little bit of cushion for the travel time. And just because I like to be there when it is, uh, <laughs> for the travel because time. I don't, right, right. Yeah. A little bit of travel time. And I don't like, I don't like people touching my things, right? So <laughs> now, yeah. So this is if I could if I could break in just once. Uh, I wonder if um, are people going to be that aggressive to where if if your time is up on the cycle, they'll just pull your clothes, your wet clothes out, and just put them somewhere. I did not think so, but apparently that um, <sighs> that's part oh, of. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, is that did I just did the, I just steal your thunder? part of the culture here so that is the trifle okay. so i come down and there is a man <laughs> with a unlit cigar in his mouth not wearing a mask <laughs> in the laundry room rubbing his grubbing uh, hands on yeah. my wet clothes pulling them out and i was just like oh come on i was like of all the people it's got to be like this guy i was like and then yeah, he's, that's I, probably that's probably the worst guy. <laughs> See, I have to do with oh man. I can I already hear that. I can hear the tension in in the air in your voice. But actually, he you. was like the interaction was fine. I guess the trifling was just I don't want people to touch my thing. So I just go up to him. And I said, "Hey, good morning." <laughs> it's like, "Hey, good morning." I was like, "Uh, I can take care of this." He's like. Oh, that's that's your stuff. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh sorry, man. Sorry. You know, I just need. I just need. Uh, I just need oh, to get my, my laundry oh, wait, started this, here. Oh wait, this isn't my stuff. Wait, but I have a pair of jeans just like this. Okay. Well, I, I don't have this Ohio State shirt. I okay. So that's probably this probably isn't mine. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I never understood that. Like, I wouldn't even like. I. I don't want to touch somebody's clothes eat anyway like i wouldn't i don't know i guess it depends how long i've been waiting there but i know that it's not like he was waiting for 15 minutes because i came down like right at the time i was supposed to the machine couldn't have been done it was definitely maybe five minutes at the most sitting there with wet clothes in it uh-huh. maybe five minutes yeah i mean this this is taking me back to uh to some some days in ohio where uh, 
and, and probably the reason I won't sit for laundry. Actually, I, I send my laundry out. I, I drop it off to, to be done. Like I, I don't think I've oh, done wash my and fold own guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I pay for the wash and fold. Um, and I think it's partially because w- when I was a teenager uh, in Ohio, we didn't have um, uh, clothes washing, washer and dryer in, in our place, uh, my mom and I. So we would have to go to laundromat and we had this routine on Friday evenings when she would get home from work, we'd drive uh, to the laundromat, which like, you know, where I lived for some, for whatever reason, we would go to this um, like strip mall down high street. Um, I don't know if you remember the, like the, um, where the blockbuster video was down high street. Um, wait, wait, which wasn't. Oh yeah, I know. You know what? Before you, before you even said it, I had it in my mind. I was like, I'm pretty sure there was a laundry mat down there. But like the Big Bear and the Burlington Coat Factory. Yep. Were there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's that plaza. So we used to go to that laundromat. I would do the lawn clothes washing while she did the grocery shopping for the week. And then oh, that was a nice after that team effort. Look at that. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, after that, we would go. Oh wait, sorry, I left out a step. Uh, we would actually first go to the comic book shop, which was a little further down. And I would, God, this is. A, I'll try to speed this up. Uh, I would use my allowance money to get a bunch of comics that I could read while doing laundry. Um, okay. So she did the grocery shopping. I'd be reading some X Men, keep an eye on the laundry, and then afterwards we would go to Blockbuster Video across the street, and I would rent a video game for the weekend. She would get a movie. Um, because that's all I was doing all weekend was comics and video games. There's no, nothing, uh, nothing outdoors. I, I wasn't that. that kind of <laughs> you were strictly an inside kid. <laughs> yeah, but but anyway, the point is, I got to see what the you know laundromat life was about on a regular basis oh, for right, like a few, right. like a few years. And yeah, like some people are really intense about. Uh, pulling shit out of, uh, well, I would usually see it with dryers more so than washers. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I got, so that of course drove my anxiety, uh, to where I didn't want anyone to touch, you know, our clothes and stuff. So, you know, you telling the story, I'm immediately flashing back there. So I'm glad it, it worked out. I don't know. The guy with a cigar, an unlit cigar, like what, what is that? You can't wait until you get outside. Keep it in your pocket. Yeah, I didn't really understand it. Like maybe, maybe he had just come back inside because, yeah. And the whole non-mask threw me off too. I was like, now are my clothes contaminated? Do my clothes have coronavirus on them? Yes. Yeah. Touch definitely. Them. <laughs> Touch them. Uh, he probably isn't. The, you think he? Do you look like the kind of guy's washing his hands as regularly as he should be? Um, I don't know. I was sort of looking to. You know, I was. They were ashy. <laughs> so right, maybe that's. So maybe that means that yes, because they've been washed so much, they were dry. Oh, okay. Well, well. Next time you see him, I, I definitely ask him that. Um, <laughs> a little bottom of that. Next episode one sixteen. But uh, come back with get... a full follow up report. <laughs> <laughs> But I I don't have a trifling. I, there's the eye doctor story, but um, I, again, 
I, I finally got some resolution to it. Like it's, it was a two week long process with by getting my contact lenses. And I, I, I still don't really want to get into it because it's too raw. So I'm going to do a quick Ooh, one. And we can but you got get them. into the other. I, I do have them. Yes. And, and at a reasonable price. So, and that was, I, I accomplished what I wanted, but, uh, I have written down in my notes here where I keep track of various trifling. Um, I, re- I have write, written down saying oi. Um, O-Y. Yeah. Oi. And this comes from um, maybe not where you would expect. Uh, but I was uh, growing up, I was a big Anglophile. Uh, as a teenager, I was really into Britpop from, from the 90s. Uh, and so I got into that. And and particularly, I was a big fan of Oasis and the Man- the Manchester. Like so, I listened to a lot of interviews with Noel and Liam Gallagher. And there's a particular Manchester sort of you know roughneck accent that I got used to, and I feel like is distinct from you know the more traditional uh, English accents that we're exposed to here in the U.S. on uh, you know on a general basis. Um, but one of the things is like yelling out "Oi." Like, um, or like at, at like soccer games, like, like, oi, oi, governor, your laces on top. Oi, governor, uh, hold the lift door for me. I'm your bruv. My man, my man, my man, them trying to get into, into oh the, into the lift to get, to get to our flat, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> so anyway, I I picked up saying oi when I when I encountered something unexpected and this came up last summer uh and that that must might be when I wrote this down but I I noticed that um uh, I was walking down Rivington Street and I noticed I crossed paths with this young lady and I heard something fall to the ground uh somehow her wallet had fallen out of her pocket. Whoa. Um to the ground and she didn't notice. So I, I, I turned only because I heard something drop and she had started walking on. And so I said, my first instinct, this is the point is my first instinct was to say, to get attention was oi, <laughs> which I think is good to, because it's not something like, usually you might say, Hey, or yo, you know, here in New York, yeah. but, but saying oi is pretty distinct. She, I mean, she turned around right away. And I just pointed, you know, pointed to the ground. Just pointed um, down. <laughs> Didn't use yeah. any other words. Boy, and then just point. Now, I don't think this was her attempt to maybe like get my attention to sort of like as a sort of flirty way. Although she did say, "Oh, well, maybe you could pick it up for me, Governor." Um, did she really? No, of course not. She, she just said, she said, thank you and picked it up and, and went about her business. <laughs> but, I mean, anything's but the oi, Yeah. The oi has, has only other co- all come up. Like, I think there's been times when it looks like people are, are waiting at, at a corner um, and maybe they're a little bit out into the street and they maybe don't see that there's a car approaching that maybe is going to get too close to them. So I'll just be like, Oi, Oi. I'll just be like, come on, move closer to the curb. Oh, okay. For safety. You do that. Sometimes. Yeah. That's nice. To be so what do you think? What do you think about Oi? Are you saying you, Oi now? What's going on? You know, I never really said Oi 
but um, and I didn't really have a lot of exposure to it until I was watching the show. Man, what show were they saying? Orphan Black, which is interesting because it's a Canadian show, oh. but like there's a lot of oys in the show. Um, I think like the main character's best friend says it a lot. But yeah, that was really, really my like first in, encounter. In what I've heard that show is good. Uh, That's in what, a great what context show, yeah. would, would they would they be using it? Pretty much same same as what you said, like either to get someone's attention or it was just like, oh, oi, oi, or like exasperation sometimes. But um uh-huh. But yeah, that was really the first time I heard someone use it consistently. But I have not I have not used it myself. I haven't tried it out. Maybe maybe I'll give it a give it a spin this week on some on some work calls, you know. Oi. <laughs> See how people react to that. Yeah. Oh, Jay, sorry. It seems like you're you're glitching out there. It uh it seems like you might have said oi, but the, there's no way you said that. So say it again. Uh, uh, I said. Um, so excuse me. Um, you know, yeah, <laughs> you're I don't. Flustered. You're like, oh, oh, my internet crashed. Then I just press like end call, leave, and I'm just gone. Just turn off your laptop entirely. Close it. Close it Throw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> well. Speaking of TV shows, uh, we can get into the main event. It's been a while since we've used our, you know, wh- what do we call it? The, the real meat of our show. Uh, we usually cover some big topic. Um, it's been a while since we've, we've had TV shows to cover. Uh, it seems like 2021, we will have a good, a good batch of them to do. But um, we'll get the ball rolling now, uh, reviewing two new shows. Uh, both of which uh, we've seen two episodes each of, um, and yeah, I think we'll we know if it it feels it feels good to get back into reviewing like a you know a film or a TV new TV show because it's been I mean especially with movies like you know not that we have to go to see them in a movie theater but yeah. as far as just new big deal movies like we didn't review Wonder Woman I I couldn't really sit through it um, terrible things about it I just. Yeah, somebody yesterday just told me again that it was awful. Yeah. So, but let's let's get right into it. Um, let's start with uh, with thirty pieces. Which, uh, as I said, that I realize it's not called thirty pieces. Uh, for whatever reason, I had it stuck in my head that it's called. We. A this few is the exact things. conversation we had before we started. Both of us. Thirty pieces. It's and alternately thirty gold, which doesn't even. Makes sense. Um, <laughs> Thirty gold, uh, and it's actually called thir- Thirty Coins, right? Thirty coins. Yes, I want to say thirty pieces too. I think, but because both of us are thinking of like the pieces of silver. Yes, the thirty pieces of silver. It is based on uh, the story from the Bible about Judas uh, betraying. Uh, Jesus for 30 pieces of silver from the Romans. Um, and yeah, I guess we can just, just get into the, I mean, the premise, and this isn't really a spoiler. No, cause it, it, it is basically the premise. And, and again, we've, and it's actually, it's a Spanish series 
that I guess HBO bought the rights to and is now showing on HBO Max. Um, and the premise seems to be like it's taking the story of the 30 pieces of silver literally in that there exist these 30 pieces of silver to this day. And I guess they're hidden in various parts of the world. And also they have its powers or they attract demons. Um, <laughs> it sounds ridiculous when you say it, but yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, powers or attract demons. <laughs> I mean, it's, it seems to, it's on, it's on, you know, we're only two episodes in, so it seems unclear exactly what's going on, but, the basic sense that I have is that uh, uh, the demons are trying to track them down because, and you know, and the the opening theme uh, sequence, uh, which is actually pretty cool, basically seems to tell the story of you know Jesus being like on the cross and Judas coming by and dropping the thirty pieces of silver and then hanging himself. Um, did you catch that? In the- I did. Yeah, it was actually the. Let me think. It, one of the like more memorable intro sequences, like I think I've ever seen, and I was I was captivated. I as soon as like it started, I was like, uh, okay, and I was like, whoa, this is pretty cool. Because I was I was getting up to go get some water and just be ready to watch the rest of the show, and then I pressed pause, and then it came back and like wanted to finish that. <laughs> I was like, I gotta see this. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's like a mini movie on its own, and it reminded me of uh, there's a movie from the '90s called Tales from the Crypt presents mm. D- Demon Night. Um, have you seen that? No, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember ever watching Demon Night. Oh, I I highly recommend it. It's it's really cool. Uh, but in that part of the story revolves around um, again Jesus being on the cross but someone capturing uh, his blood in this, like um, in this vessel uh, sort of looks like a flask actually. Um, so they capture the blood of Jesus as he's is dripping down from him while he's on the cross. And that, that blood is passed down uh, over generations. Um, but anyway, uh, so 30 pieces, basically the overall premise is there is that stuff with the coins in the background. Um, and, but it's set in modern day Spain in a, a small rural town in Spain. And it follows the mayor of the town and uh, this woman who is a friend of his and she works, what is her? She's a veterinarian. Yeah. And the first scene, uh, well, the first scene is someone um, breaking into a Swiss uh, bank and they they apparently are indestructible and they have a gun and they're shooting a bunch of people. Um, but it's, they break into the vault to, to pull out a safety deposit box, which has one of these 30 pieces of silver. And then it cuts to the city in Spain where the main story takes place. And I mean, it starts off with a bang because there's a, the, the vet woman um, is in a barn and she's helping a cow give birth and it's really like sort of gory process, and it uh, it turns out that uh, is a human baby, uh, or apparently human baby that's that's born from this cow, and people think it's a miracle. Um, I don't know. Yeah, what what did you think of the first um, bank scene? <clears throat> and then it was a 
shocker to open up like that. Um, I didn't really have any idea what to expect with this series. And then for that, like to be like the one, two punch of the introduction, like the, that strange, like indestructible man <laughs> robbing this bank. And then, <laughs> and then a human baby coming out of a cow. I was like, what have I gotten myself into right now? Like, I, um, yeah, it's, it's a hell of a way to start it. I'll tell you that it drew me in. Yeah, it's that's that is one of the best, um, you know, you know, most most stories, especially with action movies or, or TV shows, which I guess this sort of is. It's more of like a thriller, horror, action, drama. Uh, but yeah, they they usually want to have a, a scene, the first, literally the very first scene, to be something really punchy and immediate to to draw people in, and and this one certainly had it. So. I mean, I, I hesitate to, like, I know we usually just do full spoilers um, because it's so new. I sort of hesitate to, but I think we should. Um, also, I've only seen the first half of episode two. Oh, okay. Um, so I may need you to fill me in. You could fill me in on the rest. But essentially, the first the first episode, which is an hour and a half long, it's, it's essentially its own movie. Um, and... Uh, it basically follows this child that's born. It's given to a local woman who lost her own child uh, in an accident, and she becomes very protective of it. But then it, it's very quickly, you can see that um, the baby is not normal, and it basically turns into some crazy spider demon <laughs> that, um, that then attacks the vet and the mayor. Because it's it's trying to and also sorry there's another key uh, character in this which is the priest of the, t- the small town uh, is this guy who seems to know about the coin and all this bad shit but he's really trying to keep it on the low and hide it and he also has um, a sort of troubled background he was involved in an exorcism that wound up uh, of this teenage boy that wound up killing the boy and he there's a lot of scenes where it seems like a demon has inhabited someone's body and they're talking to him in demon voice. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. What, what do you think of the, the three character, the three char- main characters? Um, you know, I, I, I'm torn about the priest. Like, I'm not sure if he, I guess this is what their point is, but like, I'm not sure if he's likable or trustworthy yet. Like I, I, thought going into it he was going to be like the main protagonist and we were going to be behind him on this journey but he just seems like just super shady right now and like (laughs) and telling the main veterinarian woman like yeah you don't know all that stuff that you thought you saw you didn't really see oh right yeah like i don't know and then the mayor he's just like i don't know he's cool He's he's hasn't really done anything for me yet. He's been like a little annoying. But the woman, uh, what is it? Um, El Elena, Elena. See, right. there we go. That's pretty good. I didn't I didn't remember her name. <laughs> Elena and Paco. I don't remember the the priest's name though. Mm. Um, I think it's Vergara or Mergara. Okay. I'll I'll go with it. That sounds like it sounds good. Which one are you gonna go with? Uh, the first I said, one. Okay, it's a Vergara. <laughs> Vergara. 
Um, yeah, the woman, I, I don't know. She seems like I like her, but then I'm also, on the other hand, like, why is she so involved in everything? Like, especially yeah. going into the next episode, I'm like, but you're not the police. <laughs> You're not a private investigator. Like, why are you all up in everybody's business? But it does, it, it does seem weird. And, uh, you know, the plot of, yeah, she, so she's really dedicated. So basically, look, she she helped deliver this child. So it makes sense that she would be interested in, in its upbringing. Yes, th- this one made perfect sense, right? She's, she was there for the event. She saw it. Like, okay, I'm going to follow this through. Gotcha. And it seems like, you know the 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 older woman. You know she goes to visit their house. It's it's the woman and, and her her husband who who wind up taking care of the baby. And there's a scene where she goes to visit, and she, as they're walking up to the baby's room, the old woman is like, "Oh yeah, he's up and about. He can already walk. It's mm-hmm. so cute." And then she's like, "Already walk? He was delivered yesterday." And she's like, yeah, I don't know, but it's 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 a miracle. And then it cuts to this shot oh of the baby's room, and the camera starts in the middle of the room where the crib is, but then it slowly pans to the right, and you can see the shadow, or, or so the baby walking from under the shadow, shadow from like under a shelf, and you can see it's about four feet tall, but still a baby in a diaper. And with a weird looking face and it walks up to the woman and hugs her and Elena is freaked out and yeah, she she's like, what out. the fuck? And the husband is also like, yeah, she's gone crazy. I don't yeah, know. He's like, do. you see what I was talking about? You see this? <laughs> it's like, yeah. I told you she wasn't right. <laughs> yeah. And uh. so, uh, and, and yeah, and then it, you know, she, Elena goes back to the house a little bit later. And by this time, the baby is um, fully turned into the spider monster and has, has escaped. And the woman is trying to kidnap people and wrap it up in cobwebs, to, I guess, to feed. That part um, I did not understand either. Those yarn cobwebs. Like what, what was her plan with that? Mm, to feed it to I think the it was, baby monster? Monster baby? I think so. Yeah, she... She yes, it, they were the cobwebs were made of yarn. She killed her husband and then wrapped him up in like this yarn web cocoon cobweb thing. And it, I mean, he was dead. So it seems like the baby yeah, probably she, fed on him. Right, she stabbed him and threw him down the stairs. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. So I I did but like that it, part, and then the demon came out of her. Right. Can't. Came out of who? Well, not out of her, but then the the that woman when they came, when Elena got the authorities, but then she started with the demon talk when she saw the priest. Right. So it seems basically there's two things going. There's a spider demon, uh, and then there's this other demon that just possesses people. And at the time, that demon was in the old woman's body. Uh, and while it's in their body, they can be shot and they can be thrown around without really being hurt. And they also have super strength. But once the demon transfers to someone else's body, uh, that person will, will then suffer any of the injuries that they sustain. And, you know, if they're shot, then they, they die. So right. it seems like it can do that. So it, 
you know, it, it at the end of episode one, the preach the priest shows up and he's like, "Don't tell anybody about anything you saw. No one's going to believe you, and it's better to just keep it on the low." And he knows that, and also like the the priest had one of the coins, and he gives it to Elena as a way of saying like, the, "This doesn't matter. It's not. It's not about demons. It's nothing." Um, the priest got the coin from the boy that he did the exorcism for, right? Yeah, it came out of his skin, um, and then the then the boy died. Yeah, it, it was right. I couldn't tell if he was giving the coin to her just to be like, kind of like, I've moved on from this. I, I That's what it seemed like at first. But now I'm like, did he do that to lure the demons to her? I don't know. Yeah, he. I mean, he might have. Um, but in any case, it moves on to episode two, which, you know, it's still, there's still remnant. It focuses on a different story. And I, I, it's unclear if this show is going to be like a monster of the week type mm-hmm. thing, or if it's going to be an ongoing story because Episode two revolves around this girl who disappears. This girl is with her she's a teenage girl with her friends and they're out somewhere and they do a Ouija board thing. And in the middle of it, she disappears. And then I guess most of the episode is about trying to track her back down. And it seems like she went to a spirit world or something, but f- help me with what happened. Towards she the did. End. So she was in like some in between world. She was able to, <laughs> This is going to sound ridiculous, but able to text and make a phone call to one of her friends mm, from this, mm-hmm. <laughs> from that like in between spirit world. Um, they end up bringing her back. She comes back, but again, Elena is involved. I don't even remember how she started off getting involved with this. Oh, because she was just like around. It seems like in this small town, it's a small, smallish town in, in Spain, I believe, and like everybody seems to know everybody. And she was hanging out. She was with a man, um, and his the man's cook slash like housekeeper driver. I don't know. He works for the guy. It was his daughter that went missing. So that's how she came to find out. And then you know she just goes investigating again, even though she wasn't as directly involved this time as she was with like uh, the, the demon, the de- the demon baby. Yeah. She just sort of found out and wants to get to the bottom of it because it seems like people um, aren't listening to the kids or aren't believing. Um, so I, I don't know. You're, I feel so what, like... Wait, it, so what happens at the end? Um, What's the resolution at the end? The kid comes back. She does the Ouija with them and then she sees some stuff. Now, this is the part that confused me because from what she saw... It looked like it was those people. I don't remember if this was episode one or episode two, but do you remember at one point it like cut to these those church people? Um, it looked like a, a, some high level people, like a cardinal or somebody, and they were essentially playing a game of battleship with like live with small cannons, like miniature cannons. Yeah, yeah, that was episode two. I, I wasn't clear on what was going on there, but <laughs> that was interesting. But it seems like. Now, I thought you were, I was on the same page as you, where it seems like the demons do want the coins, but it sounds like these people want the coins as well, because they were saying, we need him, we need this coin, but I want him to bring it to us. Like, like he's got some sort of problem with the priests in that town, and yeah, I, it's 
confusing me to be honest right now and i'm kind of on the same page as you like i don't know if this is going to be like a monster of the week type of show with like maybe just like some underlying theme running through like maybe one through line it seems like these coins are going to be the through line i mean that's the name of the show so i guess Uh it has to be but and now it seems like i saw the preview for next week it's all about this mirror so i think that's the direction it's headed but no, it's been entertaining. Yeah, I think um uh I guess I was expecting so this this originally aired in Spain and now HBO Max is airing it. But in Spain, like it's already finished the first season. Like all of the episodes have aired. Um and HBO is just on a on a delay. Um so there's I saw I believe there's only ten episodes, so it's not like they're going to be tracking down one coin per episode or, or something like that. I, I mean, well, I guess they could if it's going to be three seasons or something. But um, uh, it seems like, yeah, so far it's just this one coin. And it's unclear if this coin is the same as the one from the very first scene of the first episode, which was the Swiss vault coin. Like the coin... Right. Uh, being you know tracking for the majority of episode one and two is the same coin which is the, the exorcism boy coin right so maybe um maybe that's like the last one maybe they have 29 and that's the last one they need. i don't know oh uh, yeah that that could be i mean it, it's it's a cool setup like the, if the premise is like i guess sort of like um like what is that Da Vinci Code type thing where mm-hmm. it's like yes some of the suture yeah it's set in the real world with like mostly grounded rules but it's like yes some of the supernatural stuff from the Bible is actually real there are people that are tracking it right now there are people who are pursuing things and there's also demons who are pursuing things and they're coming into conflict uh and you know and that that's it and and this happens to be set in a small town in spain um with some really like everyone surprised at how fashionable everyone is for like a <laughs> super rural small town in spain like elena is fucking beautiful and paco's wife is also is you know she's maybe a little bit older, but she's also gorgeous. Oh, They're all and, very yeah, well. And, and by the way, like, do you see when, when Paco was in bed, I'm like, geez, I've never seen this guy work out, but he's got to work out like seven days a week where he's got his <laughs> shirt off in the bed. Like, oh, I'm uh, he's a great, he's definitely in great shape. Um, but even the priest, like the priest is, he looks, he's got this cool ass beard and he's like, he does boxing <laughs> training like yeah. in the church. Is this, this like, this bag uh, it's, like, a, it's a yeah, very like, interesting town <laughs> yeah i don't i don't think i want any parts of this town like <laughs> even putting aside like the because it's weird because like it's for a small town like the facilities they have like at the it starts out at the, at the pork um like a, a re- rendering plant or whatever that i guess paco's wife again listeners paco is the mayor of this town uh Paco's wife, I guess, runs that, you know, pork rendering plant. Like, but it looks like a really fancy, like, sleek operation. You know, yeah, as, it as, did. It as much as those did. things could, you know, can be. And like, you know, even the cops, they have like new SUVs, uh, and 
Yeah, I don't know. It seems like a surprisingly well-funded small town. I guess I guess that's my what, what seems a little. Um, it, it is a little surprising how <clears throat> how like up to date. I don't, I don't know. Maybe this is just like part of just this mixture that happens in Spain, like these older, I guess these older countries, because it does have like these castles and like stuff that looks very old, but then it's got like. You right. know, mixed with the, those like brand new like slaughterhouse, essentially, that is just like right. ultra modern looking. Um, yeah, I mean, even the the teens in episode two, like they seem like normal. I, w- I don't know if I'd say big city teens, but at, at least like you know middle tier city teens, like you know yeah. fucking around. And stuff. Yeah, they do. So uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's um it's interesting. It's an interesting show, but I do don't forget about that guy, like the basically like the homeless kid Antonio, who right. I don't know what's happening with him. He's talking to shadows and demons too. I don't know what his deal is. Is he? I don't know if was the he father still is alive. In yeah, episode he was talking two? at the end of episode. Somehow, somehow he survived throwing himself off of the roof. But um, the church, right? Yeah. So he he is alive, and then he was like talking to some shadow figure in his hospital bathroom at the end of episode two. Okay. So yeah, and I don't I don't I don't really know if the father the priest is like really with Antonio or just like saying stuff so Antonio will do things for him. like if he's using Antonio or if they are like working together it's hard to tell the priest he's like he's so shifty i don't know what his deal is the priest is uh definitely pretty shifty towards well everyone um yeah and it's weird because it seems like he he definitely has a history with the coin with demons broadly speaking and probably also with this um this sect of like bishops or or cardinals or whatever that that is also interested. In, I mean, they, they only showed a little bit of them, but they're clearly going to be a, a bigger part of this going forward. Um, so he has some backstory with, with, with them, but he's just, he's just really grouchy and not very helpful, which is weird. Yeah. He is really grouchy. Yeah. And like, I don't know, there's no way he didn't see that spider baby demon destroy that part yeah. of his church and he's just to elena no i didn't hear anything I, it's just like can't you see that everything's broken here like i don't know what his deal is yeah and that's i mean that's another key point it's like okay you want elena to just say that um she didn't see a spider demon okay but the spider demon and the old woman when it was possessed by the demon they did a lot of damage to this church how are you planning on explaining that? And also he was shooting it. He has some gun with like some sanctified bullets uh, that he was shooting around. Like, so the, co- the cops come there, they're going to see all this damage, bullet casings and stuff and holes in the wall. How like, and it's not addressed. And like all that happens in episode one, it's not addressed in episode two. Really. <laughs> yeah. Nobody talks about an episode. Even Paco was like, nah, neither one of us saw what we actually saw. We don't know what we saw. Let's just move on. from here. Yeah. There is, and I think that's that would be my critique of this show. Like, it's because, a, like, A, 
it just moves on from stuff where I feel like a better show would have better ways of resolving that in, in the universe as opposed yeah. to just hand-waving it. But also it does lean into the trope of the woman who knows everything but is ignored by the men who are mm-hmm. just like, you know, it's, it's probably fine or whatever. Because, yeah, like in, in which, you know, yeah, that I mean, that seems a little bit lazy. Um, because, like, again, like she's like, you know, when she goes to see the, the old couple and the big baby, she then <laughs> goes to Paco and is like, very, very clearly to him, she's like, look, it's not as if like, like, you know, a week show would be like, oh my God, you won't believe what I told, what I saw. We have to go there and then expect him to turn around and go back without actually explaining clearly what she saw. It's just crazy. I yeah. can't, I can't explain it. Let's turn around. Oh, you're just being like stressed out. But no, in this show, which I think is a little bit better move. She says, no, it's a baby. That's like four feet tall and walking. You saw it being born two days ago. That's what I saw. Please, let's turn around this car and go back. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm just going to drive you home. Like that, it's it's like the first yeah. part about her, like explaining it clearly. I did like that. But then I don't like that. He, it's just hand waved by him and also the police. Yeah, it was. And then nobody wanted, nobody wanted to do anything about it. Like, yeah. I'm curious to see where this goes. I mean, and then he even saw the spider demon attack attack the ambulance that he was in. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. That's the other thing. The spider demon <laughs> knocked the ambulance that he's in on its side. So he so he gets attacked, uh, or no, he gets wrapped up in the cobwebs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they manage they manage to save him, and he's in the ambulance with. They put the ambulance. The, they put him and the old woman in the ambulance together because they don't realize that she's still possessed. And his wife goes with him in the back of the ambulance. Spider demon, the, the old woman wakes up and then somehow brings the spider demon to attack the ambulance to, to rescue her, I guess. And it knocks it over on its side. Somehow this guy and his wife survive. I think that his wife survived. I think um, she did too. But like he saw all of this and like, yeah, it's but then it's just kind of like, like it's unclear what happened to the drivers of the ambulance. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know either. But I'm I'm gonna keep watching. Like, it has, <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, unfortunately, it has like some like, uh, what do you call it? Like soap opera type moments, like <laughs> telling novella yeah, it, moments. It does. It, it does. <laughs> But I think I mean it's the thing is it it still has the patina of a of a quality HBO show, you know yeah. it's shot really well. Um, the acting is good, it, you know I'd say above average. The story is very interesting, um, even though it's pretty pulpy and and does leave into, lean into some tropes. But uh, you know I'll give it a chance because I mean it it started the the bang it started off with like I'll give it a lot of leeway. Just, just yeah, for, that. for sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep watching. Um, I'm, I'm just really curious to see where this goes now. I, I need to know what happens, what the deal with, with this priest is. He's like, yeah. And these okay. coins. Yeah, these. I want to, I want to see what, what's up with these coins and what these, these powers, man. These are passed down generations because, yeah, because it's Judas who just like 
threw them to the ground before he hung himself. And they show that in the theme. Uh, and I, does it also show in the theme people kind of coming and picking them up after they uh, discover him? Hanging? Yes. I, it was just know. like a bunch of hands oh, do. reaching down and grabbing. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. We'll see when they end up. Uh, but we should move on to uh, the other show we wanted to review. Uh, the MCU is back after taking uh, over a year-long hiatus due to COVID. Um, it's the first uh, Phase 4 MCU product called WandaVision. It's a show on uh, Disney+. Plus. 30 minutes an episode. Uh, the first two episodes uh, were released uh, this past Friday. Um, you know, I thought f- when I first heard that they were doing this show, I thought it was weird. I mean, they're two of the lesser characters uh, just in terms of uh, screen time and, and, and also impact on the overall storyline. But I will say I was glad that they're like, I didn't realize how much I missed, missed the MCU stuff, which I hmm. got into I got into pretty late too. Cause I didn't really, really get into MCU until I saw infinity war and was blown away. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, but I don't know. What, what did you think? You, you're not as, not as eager to get it back or what? You're more into the movies. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I am definitely more into the movies, but I don't, I mean, they have this whole show. There's supposed to be the other show with, um, Anthony Mackie, right? But that's not out yet. Uh, no, so it's going to be yeah. So uh, I think they're doing them back to back. So after Wandavision ends, like the next week, there'll be the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh wow! And then after that I ends, after that ends, it'll be like next week will be the first episode of Loki. Oh dang! Um, and then I think they're still planning to release. I think three MCU movies this year. I think Black Widow. Yeah, I uh, about that. Eternals, and I think Shang Chi as well. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> um, really been keeping up with it. I guess as much as I had. I can in the see past. that. <laughs> yeah, you just gave me like a whole press release. I had no idea <laughs> all that was happening. Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually once I started it, you you know what I did watch before. So before actually getting back in and watching WandaVision, uh, Disney Plus had those like I don't even know what it's called. it's called Legends, and it's basically like oh, a little. Did you watch those? Yeah, it was pretty good. I was like, dang, what, what it made it me want to go back and and watch an Infinity War. It just gives like uh like a basically like a character recap <laughs> for 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 Vision and for Wanda. One episode, it's it's only like seven minutes a piece, five to seven minutes. And it just like okay. just gives their backstory through um, their parts in the movies, and it was helpful for me because I sort of forgot like where Wanda even came from. Um, but but um, yeah, I liked it, and it actually made me want to go back and watch some of the movies. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, this show. I to be honest, well, yeah. I well, really let's, like, let's get I into. Really like it. I'm not into it. Okay. Well, what, what, why is that? First impressions. First impressions. I mean, why, it's- yeah. Why? Because I, I will say I, I agree with you. Uh, at f- at first blush, but having thought about it, I liked it a little bit more, but still not that much. 
The but. second, yeah, second episode I liked a little better. Um, I, I just what, why don't you like it? They're just not meeting your expectations. Let's see if I can really describe why. Well, I think I I had seen like some of the ads for it, and I was confused by the ads, and I was I'm still confused watching the show. But I think that's the producers, the writers, whoever Marvel is doing this on purpose to make it a little confusing and give no real explanation and backstory. I don't, I don't like how, especially in that first episode, like I feel like nothing happened. Right. Um, I would agree. (laughs) So that was really off putting for me. It was just this string of bad jokes. The laugh track was annoying um, everything about it. I just didn't like that first episode. Like, really rubbed me the wrong way. And I was like, "Should I watch the second one?" And I was like, "Well, <laughs> I did. I did agree to watch it for the show. So <laughs> let me watch the I, second." I hear episode. you. I, I'm with you. I, I was yeah. So it just and just I guess for a little bit of background, like it the first two episodes. The, over, the majority of the screen time is devoted to basically a mock 50s sitcom where Wanda and Vision are husband and wife and they, they just, it's in black and white and they play into like the tropes of 50s sitcoms. Like I think it's, uh, the first one is Vision's boss is coming over for dinner and they're stressed about how that's going to go. And it does have a few there are a few notes that are or moments that are, that are weird that sort of show a peek behind the facade. And at the end of each episode, the very end, it cuts to um, basically this office of some agency where they're basically watching what's going on on a TV screen. And that, so that reveals that there's something larger going on. Wait and, and a second. I did read that. Where did you see that? Did you not actually finish the episodes? I may have, you know, <laughs> my my attention may have gone somewhere else. I don't yeah, remember the so, TV screens. Okay, well, it is. It's at the you know. I, look, I get it. If if you if you cut it off, is it in the credits? Uh, it's right before the credits. So it, it does the whole black and white episode, and then like at the very end, it pulls out to reveal that someone in some like Shield or Hydra type office. You only see their hand, but they're watching it on a screen. And that's at the end of both of the episodes that sort of reveals that there's something larger. I didn't notice it. I definitely, the first one, I almost watched all the credits because I was like, oh, is something going to happen? You know, Marvel style. Yeah. Oh, but you should, you should have seen this. I mean, maybe I I will say it was really, it was probably only like 15 seconds of screen time, if that. So if you even look down at your phone for a little bit, you, you would have missed it. But, um, yeah, it happens in both episodes, and the the theory out there is that basically somehow she's creating this. Like, it's it's, it's unclear what Wanda's powers are exactly, even in the comics. Uh, and this is people think that this story is based on a storyline that happened in the comic books. Uh, I don't know, like fifteen years ago, which apparently is one of the one of the good ones. Um, but essentially she creates this whole new reality to help her cope with 
uh, people are thinking uh, the death of Vision uh, in Infinity War. Right. Uh, because, okay. you know, we've only seen her in Endgame where she just came back and she has to fight Thanos right away. And then I guess we saw her briefly at Tony's funeral, but we haven't really seen like how she's dealing with the death of vision, you know, and and this is another thing that I was complaining about the whole time I was watching. Like, how is she dating a robot? How are they dating? Like the dating stuff just showed up in Captain America, civil war, I believe. Um, uh, and yes, I'm like, I think you're right. What? Yeah. Why does Vision have a personality? Why is she attracted to him? How do they accept? <laughs> Why does he have uh, a personality? He's uh, a robot. He's like I one of those AI, AI systems. Yeah. It's sort of based on Tony's personality somehow, but or something like that. And he has the Mind Stone, or he had it, and all right, fine, they're dating. I don't like it, but I guess I have to accept it to, to watch the rest of this Fakakta show, but um, I, I yeah, I really don't like the that they spent the first two episodes, like ninety percent of it on this like a terrible sitcom with yeah. So say it's say each episode's thirty minutes and where it's say twenty five minutes of content, okay. And I would say that there's then only maybe three minutes total of co- like cool MCU shit. Like, that's what I wanted. I wanted to see cool MCU shit. Um, and you get a little of that when the neighbors sort of glitch out or where you see the beekeeper and, and you don't know, or like, yeah, or that was you, strange. See, you see the scenes that, that you missed with in like the Hydra lab or whatever. Yeah. I don't know how I missed um, that. There was that weird commercial. Remember that commercial? In the second, yeah. That was the second. Yeah. Episode. The weird commercial. But again, the commercial leans into the, the 50s sitcom tropes. But right. that's the thing. It's like it's doing like it's it's trying to be too cute by having like a lot of bad jokes and stupid sitcom tropes. Like you can't do two whole fucking episodes of this because I get that it's supposed to be boring, but then it's boring. Like I'm still <laughs> watching it and it's fucking terrible and boring and it's not the MCU that I come to know and uh, like. Yeah, something something's got to happen. There, there you go. there it is there. Yes. <laughs> And you, and you know what else? I Something's got to fucking happen. Like with this, right? With these, with this, like whole whatever fifties sitcom business. Like I don't know who do they think is watching these Marvel shows. Like I don't even have like, <laughs> a real frame of reference for these for the stuff that they're referencing in this show because I never watched that stuff. Like I've seen it, like clips of things oh i see i see what you're saying yeah oh fuck you know that's something i hadn't considered because you're 100 right but i was an outlier in that i did watch all those shows growing Mm up as a teenager like i i loved uh i love lucy i think is one of the most brilliant shows of all time uh, brilliant comedic shows and i watched nick at night because i just had so much free time on my hands as a kid and i again i was an indoor kid so i just watched tons (laughs) of tv and, you know, we had basic cable, so that's only, like, 25 channels at the time. So, yeah, yeah like, I – so I actually got all the tropes and stuff, but I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, yeah, their target demographic is probably still, you know, men in their – well, no, I, I'd say the MCU is a little bit more broad than that. But I would say young people. It is mostly. broad, but I don't – 
Yeah, I think the larger group doesn't really have a frame of reference for why it's funny. And certainly, like people, like people who are thirteen to eighteen are going to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I do wonder. I will say, I do think that the tropes of a fifty sitcom are probably still in, you know, the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah, I would agree with that. To where you know, you know that. TV used to be black and white, and it used to just be wife at home, husband at work, and that's basically it. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna watch like the final five minutes again of each episode because somehow I missed <laughs> that. Um, I mean, you really don't. You could probably pull it up on YouTube. It's it because it is only like 15 seconds. The beat the beekeeper thing was sort of weird, but yeah, I guess. There was like the glitches and then over the radio, I think the radio thing happened twice, right? Where like someone was talking through the radio to Wanda. Um, Yes. But aside from that, it's it's just been very boring. Like it was, it was hard for me to pay attention. Like it lost my attention immediately. Yeah. It's like, I don't like this. Like even the, the first five to 10 minutes of that first episode when they started going back and forth about that heart and what the date was, I was like, I can't do, I was like, I have to sit through this. Like, this isn't, this isn't entertaining. This isn't funny to me. I just want to turn this off. But then I was like, well, I said I would watch both episodes. So right. well, stick I to do, my word. I do appreciate that. But I mean, I was like, this yeah. cannot be real. Like this is, <laughs> I mean, look, you know, Disney Plus is getting into the TV shows, as it were. Like the Mandalorian was was the first one, um, you know. And they're, 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 they announced um, maybe three week, three four weeks ago, like the whole slate of what the new shows are going to be in both the Star Wars universe and the MCU universe. Uh, and there's a there's a lot of content coming. Because basically, because they saw that the Mandalorian worked. Also, MCU just right. prints prints money, and and they, yeah. they do a good job. But but I say all that to say, the first episode of the Mandalorian was great. There's a lot of cool Star Wars action. Mm-hmm. You get Baby Yoda at the end. There's blasters. You know, there's there's uh, okay. I haven't watched it, but you know, I've heard. I. <laughs> I don't actually like the no, but the, it got off to a great start, right? Like a really exciting start, right? And, like, and that's oh, the point. Okay. Like this is, I guess the MCU's like they're really feeling themselves, so they can be like, yeah, we're doing a slow burn. And actually, I believe that the Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to air before WandaVision, um, before COVID disrupted everything. Mm. So, and I have to imagine that. That starts off with a bang. Most likely. So. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to keep going. But if, if it's got. Is it, this is a weekly release show? Yes. Every Friday. <sighs> Man. <laughs> and actually, 30 Pieces is on every Monday, I think. Which is confusing to me because now that you told me that it's actually over, why are they doing it like that? I think that, you know, HBO, they, they put, yeah, I don't know. 
I mean, they put their really serious shows that they're really pushing on Sunday nights. Like we know that from Game of Thrones and Succession. Yeah. But I think they're, they're, their next whatever the tier below that is they they do they do do on mondays mm. well so. uh i'm gonna keep watching that one i'll give wandavision give it know, at least one more, more episode so but... i have a i have a buddy who i talk to regularly about comic book stuff yeah um he's super into the comic book stuff. He actually, he's a, he's a visual artist, artist, graphic designer who apparently he, he worked on infinity war. Like he did some designs for Thanos. Now they had hundreds of people in his position work on that movie. Um, so it's not, it's, it's a big deal. It's a, it's a cool look. Um, but point being like, he's heavy into comics and the MCU. And gotcha. he's saying that they, this whole old school sitcom stuff is only going to be for the first four episodes, and then they're going to get into the MC. <laughs> four. <laughs> the sitcom shit is going to be the first in the first four, and then they'll get into the, like the heavy duty MCU shit. I don't know. He has. I mean, he has no way of knowing for sure, but he's usually pretty good about this stuff. Okay. So I can probably I can probably do it, but. Like I said, something's got to happen. <laughs> I just can't go through another one of these like terrible ass episodes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we can wrap up here. Um, any closing thoughts? Uh, let me think. Eat something green, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. You know, you have to. It's for life. Uh, I'm going to say, hmm, drink some water. That's good, too. Drink enough water. Got hydrate. Thank you. Hydro homies. <laughs> you know, that is another, that's a Reddit, that's a subreddit called Hydro Homies, which is all about encouraging people to drink water more. No, really? Yeah. And there's everything on that site. I know. I know. <laughs> Mr. Spock, as we are.